Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Seguin. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player. I've been vegan for nine years. I've also been able to coach over 350 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to listen to today's episode. Let's get into the show. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. I have a very special episode for you guys. I just came back from 72 hours of disconnecting as a little birthday giveaway and gift from my beautiful girlfriend, Ivy. Um, I told her that I, I was uh, there was a lot happening over the past few months, and um, I just needed a break. And she's like, just, just do three full days without our phone um, and without any work or any distraction. And so we just rented a cabin out in Big Bear. And what I want to share in this podcast episode is kind of the lessons and the realizations that I've had going through um, that little bit of disconnection so that I can ultimately reconnect on a deeper level. And so that's why I titled this podcast, something along the lines of realign with yourself, with who you want to be. And that's kind of what happened for me over the past three days. And I just want to share that it was very interesting experience because I never realized how much I was reliant on my phone when things came up. Um, you know, I was having conversation with IV and they're like, well, let's go somewhere. And I'm like, oh, I need the GPS on my phone. So then we would use her phone. She would give me directions, right? I was really adamant on not having my phone being turned on. And then we were talking about something like, oh, how do you spell this? And then my automatic reaction was like, well, let me just check on my phone. I was like, damn, I can't check on my phone. And so I had to find um, a dictionary to look in a dictionary, how to spell the word. I really committed to like the old school way of figuring out how to spell the word, but you know, just even tracking my calories on my fitness pal. Um, obviously the whole point was to not check, you know, social media, Facebook, emails, Slack notifications, any of that sort. But it was just really interesting how reliant I have become on it. And obviously I'm a part of the generation that didn't grow up with a phone. And so I could remember that, like when we were on a road trip, we would look at the map, right? We would have like a paper map that we would look at. We would look in the dictionary for words. So it was just really cool to kind of go back to that. I obviously do see the benefit of having a phone. It makes things a lot simpler and easier to use. Um, but overall it was a great experience. And that's kind of what I want to share with you today. You know, a big part of what I saw and what was happening in my life is I was always in the craziness of, of life and business and wanting to impact the world in a big way. And as some of you know, I have three businesses now and, you know, it, it does keep me fairly busy throughout the day. And I try to have that, that balance that I'm always talking about, right? I stopped working at uh, five. I stopped working at five o'clock um, and I scheduled my downtime and I, I try to prioritize that. But still, uh, as the Slack messages come in, the emails, and as we're trying to impact the lives of more people and figure out how we can help the world get lean, thrive, and disease-proof their body by utilizing plant-based nutrition, whether that is through participating with nonprofit organizations like nutritionfact.org, uh, Plan Based for Change, or any other charity that we can work with to donate money um, so that they can have the resources to do those, those studies. Um, and, you know, potentially starting my own uh, in the future in, in the cancer space to be able to help people that are going through cancer, uh, because I understand financially that it's really hard. Um, you know, so a lot of things are happening. And what I found myself and I made some notes for myself is, you know, I got stuck in reaction mode. Because it was so busy, and my brain had a hard time shutting down, I wouldn't sleep as well. And I would wake up a little bit tired, wake up a little bit tired, you kind of make worse decisions. 
um, and you're influenced a little bit more easily by some of the things that are showing up, which makes you even more reactive, which ultimately it makes you not make decision from a place of alignment and the ultimate mission and purpose that you want to accomplish and the ultimate goal that you want to reach. And so, you know, I just wrote here, like get stuck in reaction mode, tired, tired mode was just always switched on, which can make you easily uh, influenced. And then you start making decisions that are not aligned with what you ultimately want to accomplish. And, you know, a perfect example of that in the, in the health and fat loss space is you have a hectic day at work. It's back-to-back meetings. You forgot to pack your lunch. And you just, you have like 10 minutes to grab something real quick. What are you going to do? Most likely you're going to go to a restaurant where it's going to be a drive-through and just grab whatever you can, whatever you feel like having, you're just going to get it because you're stuck in that mode of hecticness of reaction, right? Versus if you, for example, didn't plan your lunch, but you have an hour break, then you can be like, okay, what do I want? I can go to a salad bar. I can go to the grocery store and buy things to put something together for myself, you can make a better decision. But when you're in reaction mode, it's really hard for you to stop and make the right decision that aligns with the goal that you want. You're more in the, in the state of like, I just need to eat something, get something in my body so I can keep going. Right. And that's how a lot of us are in life. And that's kind of what I was stuck in. I was just stuck in reaction mode. So just sharing that, that if you feel like you're stuck in reaction mode in terms of how you make your decisions, how you respond to your partner when you're done work, right? If you're a bit short-tempered and patient, um, make sure you take the time to pause, to pause and to reflect on is the thing that I'm about to say, the thing that I'm about to do, the food that I'm about to eat, the exercise that I'm about to do or not do align ultimately with what I want to accomplish. And so, you know, going through those 72 hours was very interesting, you know, not, you know, having your phone right there. I left it in my luggage. I didn't have it with me in, in the cabin, right? The, the kind of how things happen, it was just allowed me to pause. It allowed me to reconnect. It allowed me to sleep in. It allowed me to take a nap when my body was feeling tired. I got to meditate. Um, I think for like 10 to 20 minutes in the morning, just meditating outside with the sounds of the bird. It was just really beautiful. And whenever I felt like the meditation was done, I would just read. And I read for several hours that day. And then, you know, if you want, you take another nap and you rest and then you learn to do nothing because it's okay to do nothing. And then you write down your thoughts. And it was just an overall really powerful experience. And, you know, doing nothing is something that I struggle with. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate, um, especially if you have a background like I do in competing in endurance sports, right? When you're training for Ironman, you're doing, you know, 10 to 15 to sometimes 20 hours of training per week. And you have a really hard you have an inability to sit down and do nothing because you feel like you always need to be doing something or else you don't feel like you're progressing. And the other part that I found as to why I had a hard time staying down and doing nothing is because every time I sat down to do nothing, it was just me in my own head. And there was things in my head that I didn't want to confront or deal with or think about. And so I would numb it with movement. I would numb it with exercise. You know, exercise can be healthy, but it can also be detrimental when it's used for you to run away from something. So I try to take a little sip of water here. So, you know, I practiced doing nothing. I practiced just listening to my body, napping, meditating, reading, writing. I would read, I would have some thoughts. I would write it down. I would continue reading and I would meditate on what I wrote. And I would just kind of follow the flow of whatever my mind wanted to do. And it really allowed me to completely disconnect from everything else that was not necessarily the things that you should care for ultimately and the things that are going to matter at the end of your life 
just it allowed me to disconnect and reconnect with the things that actually matter. Um, and one of the things that I've learned early on, and that's from Tony Robbins, which I'm now happy to say is, uh, you know, I'm working with his team now. So he's one of the mentors that I'm always wanted to work with. So I'm very happy to be working with a Tony Robbins coaching team. Um, it's the power of questions, right? When you ask the right questions, you can get the types of answers that would allow you to have breakthroughs. And that ultimately comes down to just asking the right questions. And I've always been someone that's really deep. And so, you know, this podcast is a little bit unconventional compared to what I normally record, but I did want to share that with you guys because life is about more than just fitness and nutrition, right? This is a component that is there to help you live a long, healthy, and happy life, but there's obviously more to it. There's a mind aspect that needs to take place. So, you know, I, I asked myself a few questions and I wanted to ask you guys this question on the podcast so you could have the opportunity to reflect on them and see what your answers would be for yourself. One of them is because I felt so at peace and connected to who I was, my mission and what I wanted to do and accomplish in the world. I, I asked myself, how do I keep this feeling of peace post disconnection, post this 72 hours? How do I keep this going? What does my day have to look like in order for me to be able to somewhat sustain this level of peacefulness and this level of connection, this level of alignment, right? Because ultimately we're just like, you know, a, a vehicle as you drive for a long time, eventually you have to realign your wheels, right? Just because of usage and, you know, in time, your wheels will get disaligned. And so it's important to take these times to realign yourself, but how can you build a structure in your day and in your life where you can keep that alignment and that peace as much as possible? How do you build a life that you don't want, that you don't need to run away from? Right. So that's a big question is how do you build a life that you don't want to run away from? And so I started jotting down what my schedule would look like. And I'll be honest, it was, it was pretty much there. I was 98% there. It was just a few tweaks that I needed to make as to when I would open my phone in the day and when I would close my phone at night. And that was a big one. I decided to shut off all notifications from my phone, only from text, um, simply because if there's, you know, family emergencies, I want to be able to be there and be able to help. Um, but just shut off notifications from everything, schedule times to look at certain platforms and, uh, you know, shut my phone several hours before bedtime, because I just rather be present with my girlfriend than to scroll my phone. Right. And I'd rather not open my phone, you know, kind of the first things in the morning, because I would like to focus on the work that actually matters. So waiting a few hours before I, I open my phone. So question one is how do you keep this feeling of peace post disconnection? How do you structure your day? How do you structure your life that you don't feel like you need to disconnect from? Um, the other one is, uh, Ivy bought me a little notebook and it was kind of a bunch of questions as to like your mission statement, your life statement and everything. And so one question was about life mission and I was sitting with IV and I was just trying to, I didn't have to reflect hard on it. I'll be honest, because I've known this for a very long time and I wanted to share with you guys. And the question went, my mission statement, how do I want to contribute to this world? And my simple answer was to help the world prevent and disease proof. So no one has to deal with health, heart disease, cancer, diabetes, or any other preventable diseases by helping them through plant-based nutrition, right? That's why this podcast exists. That's why my coaching pro, uh, program exists. That's why all the other businesses I created exist. It's all in the vegan and health space. So that is my life mission. So that life mission controls and decides and helps you make the right decision um, when I need to make a call on something and what direction things are heading into. So very important I feel that is to have a life mission. It doesn't have to be 
something like mine. It can be to be the best father that you can to your children, to be the best, the best mother, whatever it may be for you, whatever that is for you, regardless of what other people think of the mission is, it doesn't matter. It's what is important to you. And if you can identify that, it will help you make the right decisions in order for you to get there. Cause you'll have that constant reminder and it'll kind of be your, your inner compass. Right. And then a, a big question that I, that I asked myself, um, and that one may be extremely emotional. Um, and it was, if I was going to die in two weeks, what would I do? And I started writing down the things that I would do if I was to die. And if I was genuinely, my life was to end in two weeks, what are the things that I would do? And the whole purpose of me doing that was to identify what are the things that actually matter, right? Sometimes you get caught up in life and acquiring things and getting achievements and metrics and all these, all this stuff. But death is the most confronting thing that you can confront and it brings the real shit out of you. And I, you know, I, you guys noticed from my story, I've had to deal with this almost a year and a half ago when, when Jen passed away. And so I wanted to do that exercise for myself. So if I was to literally die in two weeks that everything would end, what would I want to do? Right. And the big part is like, I would love to see my family because I don't really see them because I live really far from them. You know, like I, I would like to, you know, things that I would like to say to Ivy, things that I would like to accomplish. I would Honestly, if I was to die in two weeks, I would donate all my money to a charity that would be able to help cancer patients that are struggling financially. Um, and then I started listing a bunch of things that I would do if I had two weeks to live, because two weeks is a long amount, like it's decent amount of time for you to do a bunch of things and grab a few flights. And so it was really interesting that all of the things that had come out of there, none of them were achievement related, status related, money related. The only money one was the one that I would just donate all my wealth to, to people that, that needed it and that were going through cancer. And so to me, it was really an eye opener of like, okay, everything that is on that list, I either need to take action on it right now. Some of these things are a little bit longer term. So I need to make sure that I implement a strategy or a plan in place in order for me to be able to do that. One thing I started doing is putting percentages of the profit from my three companies aside. So that once I figure out a current, a right strategy to either start my own nonprofit to help cancer patients that are struggling financially, or that I find one that does do that, I honestly haven't found one. So if you're listening to this podcast episode and you know of a nonprofit organization that um, helps support cancer patients that are struggling financially to pay for their bills, to pay for their finances, to pay for their treatment, please send me an email or a message on Instagram. Email will probably be the best place. I'll go directly to me. Um, just info at fitvegan.ca. Um, and there should be a link down below as well on the website. You can find that, but if there is one, please let me know because I've been looking for one and I haven't found one. Um, and yeah. And if not, I'm planning on starting my own and in, in the future, it's just not a, a thing right now, but what was interesting about that question is I was to die in two weeks is like, those are all things that I could do. Right. And the last question I asked myself is if I died today, would I be happy with what I've done and what I've accomplished and what would I do differently? And then, you know, I'll be honest, my answer was like, if I was to die today, would I be happy with what I've done? And I would say no, the honest answer would say no, because I wish that I would have helped more people. I wish that I would, I would have helped to educate and to directly impact someone's life by helping them, you know, transition to a whole food plant-based diet. And for vegans that are not fueling themselves properly for them to actually eat whole food plant-based diet so that they can see the amazing health benefits and the preventative effects that it has on people going through, again, heart disease, um, cancer, diabetes, because ultimately to me, that's the only thing that matters. Right. And I've shared this openly in the past. Like the whole reason I have my 
fit vegan coaching program. And that it's doing so well is, you know, there's, it's a, it's a two-way gift. When you join my program, the number one gift is I give you the body that you want, right? You want to lose 10, 20, 30, 70, 80 pounds, right? We've done all of the transformations. I've over 450 successful transformations. I give you the body that you want. And in exchange, what I get for that is I know that I've greatly reduced your risk of cancer, heart disease, and diabetes, because I've had too many people in my life pass away from that. And I think it's extremely unnecessary for people to suffer and go through these diseases when there's something that you can do about it through physical movement and through being able to feel yourself properly. And so that's a gift that I get every time a member works with us. And I can't tell you guys how rewarding it's been to do this work for the past two plus years. You know, we've had members come in um, that had extremely high levels of cholesterol and blood pressure and then lower all of that into like below their normal ranges, right? Like not in a bad way below their normal ranges, but like they're just extremely healthy now, right? Some members drastically dropped their resting heart rate. We've had member that um, wanted to have a baby and came into the program to get healthier, to put her body in optimal state to have baby. And we, we've got actually two members that were able to accomplish that, right? We, we now have fit vegan babies. <laughs> it's basically what it is. We have fit vegan babies that came in. We've had over 15 people quit their jobs out of being in the program. And by all means, this is not a requirement, but we've had over 15 people quit their jobs because they realized that the job that they were doing was not serving them, was not serving them to live a long, healthy life and to have the balance that they wanted. And so they left their job and they found even better jobs that paid more with less stress, right? But they, it's just, they came out of them wanting to have better things for themselves. We had member lose five pounds. We have member get six pack. We have member achieve amazing body composition. We have member lose 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 pounds, right? We've had members that are as young as 20 years old. And we've had members that are in their seventies that are still crushing their transformation. And it's so beautiful for me to see that everyone that is coming to the program that is willing to do the work is getting these amazing results. Right. And I say this with precaution that um, everyone that comes in the program that is willing to do the work, because it's not because you make an investment in yourself that there's something magical that's going to happen. You still need to do the work. We will guide you. We will give you a no guesswork path. We're going to give you the guarantee path in order for you to get there. But at the end of the day, I'm not a magician. I'm a coach, right? I know exactly how to get you where you want to go. I unfortunately can't decide what food you put in your mouth when we're not looking. I can't decide if you're doing your exercises or not. I can't do the squats for you. I can't do your cardio for you. I can't do your meal prep for you. And so that requires a level of commitment on your own, right? You are responsible for your own success when you come into the program, just like I am responsible for my own success when I hire mentors, right? I've had mentors that I've paid over six figures a year. And at the end of the day, when I chat with them, like, I'm not seeing the results. They're like, are you doing all of the work? I'm like, well, like 80%. They're like, you need to do hundred percent. This is, success is your responsibility. And this applies to every other area of life. Success is your responsibility. We can give you the tools and resources and knowledge and the guaranteed path in order for you to get there. But if you don't use the tools, how will you be able to get there? Right. I can give you the blueprint on how to build a house. I'll give you all the tools, the nails, the, the map, everything. But if you don't use the tools that we give you and you don't follow the blueprint, how are you going to build a beautiful, solid home? You just can't, right? You have to be willing to do the work. What you're investing into is speed of results, because I can't tell you, and just from personal experience also, I've had members come to the program and they say they want to lose 20 pounds. And I'm like, how long have you been wanting to lose 20 pounds? I'm like, it's been about 20 years, but I've lost it before. I'm like, well, that's great. So why is it back on? <laughs> right. Because otherwise I lose it and then I gain it back and then I lose it and then I gain it back and then I lose it and then I gain it back. I'm like for 20 years. I'm like, yeah, 
I'm like, well, what if in six months, right? 20, 20 first three months, we lose the 20 pounds. The next three months we reverse diet, speed up your metabolism, post-fat loss. You, you are guaranteed to not put the weight back on. And so what if in six months we can solve the problem that you've been dealing with for the past 20 years? And I'm like, it's going to be this investment. They're like, oh, well, that's a lot. Well, how much money have you lost over the past 20 years? You, for God's sake, you've lost 20 years of your life trying to crack this code and I can get it to you in six months. So when you invest in a coach, you invest in speed, you invest in results, you invest in guaranteed results, right? For all of our members, if you follow exactly everything that we tell you to do, you crush all your training, you crush all your nutrition, and you don't see your results, we'll continue working with you for free until you do. And I'll be honest, knock on wood, we've never had to do that with anyone because everyone that has followed the blueprint at 100% has seen the results and even better results than what they came in for. And so at the end of the day, I'm only a magician if you do the work that you're supposed to do, all right? So just reverting back, I kind of diverged a little bit. If I died today, would I be happy with what I've done? And the answer was no, because I wish I would have had more impact on people. I wish I would have been able to find families that were going through cancer the way that I was several years ago and being able to be like, hey, here's $10,000 in order for you to help pay for your, your medical bills, in order for you to, to pay to be able to have a roof over your head, light, uh, light in your room, and for you to be able to pay for food for your children because you're going through cancer, right? You're probably, you're struggling with everything else. And so I wish I had more impact on that. And so that's definitely the thing, the, the steps that I already started taking action on. And so I genuinely mean that if you know of a nonprofit organization that does that, that does help support people that are going through cancer, um, that's just my, with my personal story. So that's why it touches me deeply because I was able to, because um, I was a caregiver for five years to my ex who had cancer, had breast cancer. And so I know, I can't even imagine what it's like to have cancer, but I know what it's like to be a caregiver 24 seven. And I know how much I would have appreciated if someone came to help us. Right. And unfortunately no one did. I had to do all of that on my own and I didn't do it fast enough. All right. So I know that's my learning experience. And so I want to make sure that these lessons and these experiences that I've gone through are going to allow me to help other people not be in that position because it's the worst thing in the world when you love someone and you want to do something for them and you don't have the funds to do it. And it's something that is in your control. All right. So again, just, just sharing these questions with you guys, because it was a really powerful weekend of just reconnecting, you know, disconnecting to reconnect would be the theme of this weekend. And I just want to invite you guys to do something similar. I'm not saying do a full 72 hours, but a lot of you guys don't work from your phone right? My, my, all my businesses run out of computers and iPads and, and, and phones. And so for me to shut it off was really hard, but I have an amazing team that was able to, to help me make sure everything was smooth. But for the majority of you, you don't work from your phone or your computer. And so for you to take a weekend where you just text the people that you love, like, Hey, I'm just disconnecting for a day or for two days from Saturday to Sunday. And you close your phone, you put it in your, in your dresser and you just leave it in there and you just go and be present with your partner, no TV, no laptop, no phone. And then when you feel like you want to watch TV, play board games, read books together, go for a walk, go do something, talk with the people that you love, right? That's why you love them. Not because they're really good at standing beside you and scrolling on their phone while you're scrolling on your phone, right? You, they're with you for a reason. You're with them for a reason. And so if you've lost that, rediscover that reason. Um, you know, I know it was really powerful for Ivy and I, you know, we've been able to deepen our, our, our relationship and connection over this weekend um, out of having really deep and meaningful conversation that sometimes it's otherwise really hard to have because you're, you know, you're watching Netflix after you're done your day of work or the gym, you're on your phone. And so, 
you know, taking that time to, to, to disconnect or reconnect is extremely valuable. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't necessarily have like a, a whole like journey planned out for, for this podcast, which I normally do. I just wanted to share my experience with you guys and hopefully let that inspire you to take this opportunity to disconnect so that you can, can reconnect and identify what's your life's mission. What are you here for? What drives you? Because I know once you have a vision of where you want to go, it's a lot easier for you to make decisions and manage your time. Because now every time something comes up, it'll be, does this align with what I want to accomplish? Yes, do it. No, don't do it. It makes making decision a lot more simple. All right. Um, and obviously, um, you, as you guys know, we have our fit vegan coaching program. You know, we've been able to help over 450 vegans at this point from over 20 different countries. Uh, and we have an amazing rate of success. hundred percent of our members who follow the plan, 100% get amazing results and get even better results that they came in for. Right. And a little disclaimer, if you don't do the work, you're not going to get amazing results. Right. I am not a magician. I am a coach. You will basically invest in a sure guaranteed path for you to get to your goal and for you to secure the weight and not have to worry about it ever coming back on after again. But you do have to do the work. I'm not going to lie to you. You're going to have to do some squats. You're going to have to do some cardio. You're going to have to meal prep. You're going to have to put healthy food in your mouth. You're going to have to prioritize your sleep, drink your water. All right. But we'll take care of the whole blueprint for you, which will be customized to you in terms of your training nutrition to make sure you reach your goal in the time that we agree on and we can secure your weight loss forever so that you don't have to go 20 years losing and gaining the same weight all over again. It doesn't have to be this way. All right. I structured this program. So this is the last program you ever have to do. And so if you want more details on that, there's a link in the show notes. You can head over over there. Uh, either be fitvegan.ca or fitveganCoaching.com. They'll both end up on the same page, but on there, you'll be able to book your free consultation call. Um, big disclaimer, we are super busy right now. And so if you're in a position to invest in yourself, book the call. If you are at this moment, um, if you try to book your call, we're still, we're going to cancel it simply because we have limited spots and we're only looking for people that are looking to make their investment in the program at this time because we do have uh, very limited spots. And so if you're actually serious, you want to take action, you want to lose the weight, you want to keep it off forever, all while doing it on a high carb, whole food, high-based diet, no fake meat, fake cheese, fake chicken. We do not include any of that in our meal plan. You do have to be vegan. About 50% of people go vegan to join our program because they want to learn how to do it properly. The reason why we're so good, we have doctors, nurses, personal trainers, nutritionists jumping on a program to learn how to properly feel themselves and transform their body. So it says a lot about the quality of the information that we provide to our members. And so yeah, head over to that link, book your call. And I just want to say a massive thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at FitVegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.